Hi, guys. Thanks for joining for the, today's um, heads up around our sub-regions. I'm going to cover um, East Asia Pacific very quickly. Um, today we've assessed one issue and we've had another 25 other developments that we've reported on for the region, as well as, of course, the ongoing situation for Myanmar. I'm not going to cover Myanmar anymore in these briefs. That's a domain now just for our clients. The issue that we um, assessed today was a separatist attack in Papua in Indonesia. At least one soldier was um, injured um, badly in an attack by the West Papua National Liberation Army in Kira Rock in the Pengurungan Bintang Regency in Papua. That's not an area that affects um, large operating companies, not even large agricultural companies nor the mines. However, the ongoing situation emphasises Indonesia's lack of an ability to sit down and negotiate with any group or to treat any remote groups with fairness, respect and humility. Um, ongoing greed, central control is, is continuing to put fuel on fires. And the one in Papua, now that Aceh's not been confined to history, uh, Papua is going to continue to be a bane, not only on their international reputation in Indonesia, but also it's going to start drawing resources. Uh, to a large degree, the police and the military um, uh, are in Papua for political and commercial reasons. And national unity is something that is mandated through Panchasila, which is a national ideology. But in reality, um, there are some major rifts between cultural groups, haves and the have-nots, shall we say. Uh, elsewhere in the region, it's been dominated by COVID. I'm going to skip through all of that. For those with business operations in China, um, you will be aware that there's a spring festival travel rush at this time of year. Um, the 40-day spring festival um, rush started and will end on February 25. What you may not understand is the magnitude of it. A total of about 1.2 billion passenger trips are expected to be made during this year's spring festival travel rush. And you're looking at the population of Australia all jumping on a train or a bus or a plane every day. So it's very significant um, movements. In Southeast Asia, in Indonesia, residents of Dompu in West Nusa Tenggara block roads to protest against police officers accused of extorting locals. Um, and Jakarta police arrested six people suspected of killing a military personnel. Well, of course, uh, where, where there's smoke, there's fire, and these kind of incidents involving police and military are ongoing all over the country. Um, the government sets an example of good behaviour or otherwise, and that, of course, is going to be emulated by your security forces. In Malaysia, the Economic Affairs Minister said the recent floods in Malaysia resulted in losses of at least $1.3 billion. He added that the manufacturing sector was significantly affected. In the Philippines, again, many issues pertaining to um, COVID-19 and also an issue whereby the Commission of Elections rejected a complaint seeking to block the presidential bid of Ferdinand Bongbong Marcus Jr. This is interesting. Petitions were filed to cancel his candidacy based on prior tax violations. Uh, equally interesting is that it was rejected. 
Um, Narodan Hassan, leader of the Al-Kabar group in the Philippines, along with three others, were killed during a military operation on January 15. They were killed in a remote village in Carmen in North Cotabato. In Thailand, authorities arrested a total of 126 refugees from Myanmar over the weekend. Um, just so if you're in Myanmar and you're thinking of living elsewhere while your country disintegrates, you're probably going to have troubles because to the north you've got China, to the west you've got Bangladesh and India, and to the east you've got Thailand. None of them are overly proactive at taking in refugees. In Thailand, on a more positive note, uh, authorities are having fairly robust discussions about bringing back the test and go program for international tourists. And again, Thailand's a bit of a leader when it comes to managing COVID with all eyes open, looking in all directions and being agile. As per official results, the Democrat Party retained its House seats following the January 16 by-elections in Chumpon and Songkla. That's particularly interesting. That's always been a bit of a Democrat um, stronghold down there in southern Thailand. In Tonga, of course, you've got the ongoing situation of the underwater volcano eruption and the ongoing tsunamis. Uh, communications are obviously out still. The internet and handphones come on with some signals via SMS, but pretty much the communication system's down. Um, for those companies and NGOs that have heard a thousand times, you should have sat phones in remote sites. This may be a general reminder that perhaps you don't know everything. Okay, I've got a shoot through bag. I'm going to leave it in your capable hands if you go back briefly later on any significant issues. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Moving over to South Asia, there was one major access event and there are 10 other developments which were reported today by our analysts. There was an earthquake in Afghanistan. The earthquake was recorded in Qadis district of Badgis province near the Turkmen border. At least 26 people were killed and about two dozen uh, others were injured. While the country is under immense pressure economically as well as in terms of uh, security. The earthquake is not going to make things any better. It's going to worsen the situation on ground, especially in districts closer to the border region. Moving over to India and Pakistan. In India, a major election was postponed in the state of Punjab. Uh, the election has been put off till February 20th. Uh, it was earlier scheduled on the uh, 14th. Punjab elections is quite critical, especially for the Congress party, as it was as it is one of the last major state it holds. And it's going to be uh, crucial for them, primarily because they're up against uh, a resurgent BJP, their current uh, ruling party in the center, Bhatia Janta Party. There was a strike called by All India Container Carrier Owners Association. The, the association serves primarily the Kochi International Terminal. For businesses who are engaged in export, import, or shipping, this is going to be uh, it's going to be worth noting. And they also need to watch out for other uh, associations dealing with shipping. Uh, this can be a, there can be a domino effect across India, primarily due to rising costs uh, in in the ports. In Pakistan, there were four protests, and the most important one of those uh, happened in. Uh, Sindh province in a town called Sun. It was an anti-China demonstration, and 
it was held by two pro-separatist Sindh parties, J.A. Sindh Mutahida Mahas and Sindhudesh Movement. Both the parties have been alleged to be funded by Indian intelligence agency RAW Research and Analysis Wing. This may or may not really show uh, where things are headed in terms of Chinese involvement. However, the Sindh independence movement in Pakistan has been understated. It, is, it does not attract major media coverage as such. And there were a few terror attacks conducted by these, uh, by the armed groups who are pro-separatists. So businesses need to watch out for them, though they are not, they don't really get media coverage as much. So with that, I will pass the baton on to Basel to cover Middle East. Thank you, Bhargav. Uh, in the EMEA region today, we had two assessed events and 30 other developments. Uh, starting off with the Middle East, uh, in Iran, uh, locals clashed with security forces in Islamabad Olia uh, village uh, on January 15 and January 16. Uh, according to some local sources, the state security forces uh, entered the city and forced people to pay a ransom. Also in Iran, three Iranian uh, diplomats were sent to Jeddah in Saudi Arabia in order to relaunch the Organization of Islamic Co uh, Cooperation Representative uh, Office in the uh, latest negotiations between Saudi Arabia and Iran. In uh, Israel, uh, authorities shortened the quarantine period for asymptomatic COVID-19 patients from seven to five days yesterday uh, amid the economy concerns in the country. In uh, Turkey, at least 73 migra migrants were rescued by the Coast Guard of the coast of Balik Sihir and Mughla provinces. In the UAE, uh, at least one Pakistani national and two Indian nationals were killed in an attack by a Houthi drone near the Abu Dhabi International Airport. Uh, in Yemen, also at least 14 people were killed in a, in a re retaliation attack by the Saudi-led Arab coalition airstrikes in the capital Sana'a yesterday. Uh, that's pretty much it from the Middle East. Over to you, Sitati. Um, thank you, Basel. Uh, in the case of Africa, we covered 13 developments, and two of those developments in Sudan and South Africa were assessed under the EMEA region. In the case of Sudan, at least uh, seven protesters were killed, and about uh, 100 others were injured by security forces uh, during the anti-military protests uh, held yesterday. Uh, the protests majorly took place in the capital Khartoum and the word Madani city. More, nation, more nationwide protests are uh, expected to be held today and tomorrow. Uh, across uh, the southern region uh, in South Africa, a protest organized by the Economic Freedom Fighters Party is scheduled for January 20th at the Department of Sports, Arts and Culture along the 202 Madiba Street from 11 a.m. local time. And in the north, in Tunisia, the General Labor Union announced the commencement of a strike by the postal workers from today to January 20th. The strike is said to begin at 6 p.m. local time. And finally, in Nigeria, uh, Qatar Airways announced yesterday the launch of flight operations to Kano and Port Harcourt via Abuja. So those are some of the major or uh, some of the major highlights uh, based on the developments we had uh, from Africa. Over to you, Chudi, for other developments across Europe. Thank you. Thank you, Satati. In Europe, we covered approximately eight developments. 
In Sweden, three unauthorized drones were caught flying over three nuclear plants across the country, sparking an investigation by the National Security Service. Details are still a little sketchy <clears throat> as to the exact nature of the threat posed, but security, um, security remains on a heightened alert given the strategic nature of the, of, of the assets, given the nuclear plants. Moving on, to, moving on to the United Kingdom, the Navy will patrol the English Channel to limit migrant crossings from France. There's been a recent uptick in migrant flows in small boats from Calais, which some have attributed to the continual Brexit fallout. Unsurprisingly, Labour opposition assailed the deployment as an ineffective and profligate, given past failures in 2019. There's been a recent trend of industrial action by commercial drivers in Northern England, uh, which has extended to Leeds, where hundreds of taxi drivers launched a strike yesterday against the new licensing rule. While no evidence was reported, additional strikes may take place in the coming days to weeks, causing significant traffic disruptions. It will be interesting to monitor this trend spreads to all the cities across the country, especially down the southwest of the country as well. Um, switching, switching to COVID news. In Germany, at least 70,000 people demonstrated across the country yesterday against COVID-19 restrictions. Gatherings took place in Rostock and Bavaria and Berlin. Expect extended disruptions to ground travel and businesses near protest sites. A similar protest will continue across Europe. This is a roundup for, for, for Europe. Thank you. concludes our coverage for today. If any other businesses are interested in our membership, they can directly contact us, either myself, the regional director, at bhargav underscore ready at apacassistance.com or they can reach out to Paul at paul underscore polia at apacassistance.com. Both the email addresses are available on our LinkedIn page or on our website. Thank you very much.